truly believe that we, as a society in general, just need to be more open about sexuality. How could we have these conversations without feeling some kind of like taboo? It needs to be stop being demonized, first of all. Like we can't just shove it away and hope that it goes away because it's not going to go away. Kids are not going to suddenly stop growing up and having hormones and having these urges Especially and desires. They're coming from a parent that's old school and they're not willing to have these conversations. Now that person grows up without having that conversation. Welcome to the American and the Immigrant Podcast. I'm Cameron. And I'm Bond. James Bond. Oh my God. It's like not, I'm the BK. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> You're just going to pull that out, yeah? Not even give me any, war- not e- any warning. <laughs> None. <Nope>. Nothing. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, welcome. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Uh, we appreciate it. And um, we also just wanted to give a quick shout out to Gary Clark again for joining us last episode because it was awesome. Um, he was our first guest. And if you haven't checked it out yet, check out our interview with him because um, he's a great person and, uh, you know, just a really good conversation. Really amazing. And we really appreciate what he did for uh, coming through and, and having a great in-depth but plus insightful conversation that I know I left with some medicine out of that. So, yeah, yeah check it out. Yeah, check it out for sure. So today I think we're going to take a step back. I mean, we've been talking about a lot of heavy subjects lately, which, you know, of course, is natural given um, just the world that we're living in right now, um, you know, with uh, um, with protests and, and still with coronavirus. Um, but I think today we're going to talk about something maybe I mean, you know, it, I say it's lighter, but it's also uh, it has some implications for some. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it has some psychological implications. So we, we're we're talking about sex robots today. So what do you? Oh, BG, sex okay. robots. Yeah. Oh, I thought we were talking about relationships. Sex robots with relationships. Oh, okay. Relationships with sex yeah. robots. Okay, there we go. So <laughs> that's right. So when I, you know, when I say sex robots, I mean it's weird because that's like. That just sounds awful and seedy and like kind of, you know. Right. Gross, right? Right. Yeah. Which is. Right. Which I get. <laughs> yeah, I get that. But there's actually, I mean, it's it's crazy if you actually look into it. There's some really uh, interesting uh, like work being done actually in like an academic setting. So there's like um, a researcher um, at uh, King's College in London. And like, this is basically what she studies, uh-huh. like um, interactions with uh, AI and what you would, I guess, consider robots or robotics. Right. Um, and like what like what that means for like intimacy and and subsequently sex. Right. Because right. that's here already. That's something that's that's just going to it's just going to naturally progress to that. Um so anyway, there's like a, there's a bunch of companies out there. Obviously, we can talk about this, but most of them are, are I mean, essentially all of them are female, right? All of these robots are female, uh, or they they're made to look like females, right? Um, um, and there's really no like male but male sex consider, robots. Since would dildos would they be considered robotic? They are, yeah. right? And Zildos is like number two or number three thing ordered on Amazon. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> I believe it for sure. Yeah. Right? Remember there was even a, a conversation during one of the Amazon workers were being interviewed for 
for like a local TV network. And he asked him, he's like, is, is it necessary? Is it necessary for me to work under these conditions for your dildo? Is dildo that necessary for you to have it right now? I don't need to be walking around across a half a mile of, of shelves just to pass your dildo. And he was just so stuck on the dildo. And I'm like, I can't believe they played it. I can't believe they played it. <laughs> you know, so for sure. And, and knowing that, especially with how sophisticated these things are becoming and how um, lubricant and, and texture-wise and, and even facial recognition-wise and the voice, and that's becoming so more seductive. And you can even have sometimes there's even, there's even a virtual... Uh, there's ones that they like at, at the porn at the porn convention every year in Las Vegas. Uh, they bring out sometimes they bring out like the newest and later uh, uh, virtual reality interactive, and you could have sex with a robot ish machine, but you put on your virtual glasses and you're having intimate with a porn star of your choice, you know. But that machine is there, and then and then they could have interactive. Uh, uh, communication where if she massages the if she massages the machine on her end, he's getting that sensation on the other end, and it's like, whoa, right? And yeah. so, well, I, like with all these creations, with all these creations, are we separating ourselves from the thing that makes us? Because we are. I mean, that's how that that's how all this thing happens is by procreation. So, if that doesn't happen. You know, yeah, these things are becoming better. I mean, for right now, you know, we have tasted flesh. You and I have tasted flesh. It's not good. I don't think it's gonna be, you know, I think it's gonna be hard. When you put fast. it that way, it sounds horrible. But <laughs> ah, but you have, <laughs> you know, you have, you have tasted flesh. So as a result, there's no going back. You know, but for somebody who hasn't, like, there was a statistics that I read um, in Japan about like. There's approximately like 10 to 11 percent of young men who have completely gone off and married um, robots and virtual avatars and and these interactive computer um, uh, uh, female structures. And it's like, damn. And then that shows you what, what the result and the consequences of that. And you see it in their population numbers. You see that they have uh, an older population and they're not reproducing as much. And so it's like, where does this lead and how does how do you how do you feel about it? Yeah, no, I think we, we should definitely touch on all those points. And um, for anybody who's interesting I, or interested, I looked it up because she was actually I heard her before on um, she's on she was on N NPR podcast. Um, with um, Hidden Brain with uh, uh, Shankar Vedantan, so he he had her on, and it's her name is Kate uh, Kate Devlin. Yeah. Um, and this is what she studies, and so that's what she was talking about. We'll but, leave that on the link at the bio. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll leave like a link to that um, because it, I, I think it's just I'd never heard of her, and and but like the work that she's doing is incredibly interesting. Yeah. And she comes at it from like a, a very like academic perspective, and also kind of like with um because she originally wanted to be an archaeologist. And so, and like an anthropologist. So she kind of comes at it from like a unique, like marrying the two things together with like, you know, yeah. like humanity and like the, the, the AI and the, the robotics and like how that interface is like, you know, how that comes together. 
Um, but yeah, let's like take a step back because you're right. You brought up, um, I mean, you brought up dildos, which there's, it's crazy. I looked it up. There's, um, you can find, they found like phallic objects, right? So what does that mean? Phallic, like they were like, they resembled the penis. Oh, a yeah, penis, yeah. The human penis or a, yeah. whatever, an animal penis, like just a penis. Yeah. Um, and, and they found these things like in, in like, you know, I mean, like that are ancient. They're like 30,000 years old. Yeah. So like clearly this is not just like, you know, I mean, you know, granted, Even that's not. Japan, they have a holiday for the penis. Yeah. Right. Like they just draw it up penis and they'll parade a penis through the town. You're like, <laughs> is that veins? Does that have veins in there? You put pubic hair on that? Oh, well, my gotta God. to look realistic. I mean, come on. They're real, they, they, and 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 it's and and that's and that's fine by me because I feel like sexual uh, restraint, especially amongst men, is a terrible thing. A man that doesn't, you know, release excessive energy inside, you just become poison. You become toxic, and you just become bitter. Yeah. And that may be. By all means, I feel like you know, uh, go get yours. Plus. You know, well, we've seen with, you know, those uh, group of men that are called uh, incels, mm-hmm. um, involuntarily, uh, involuntarily celibate, celibate, right? We're all involuntarily celibate, you fucking stupid. You, you don't just go, you, you you have to be given pussy. We're all involuntarily. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? You can't just say I'm involuntarily. Of course, we all are. But we just wait our turn and you talk and you just shut up sometimes and you talk what you got to talk. And then you 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 you, you get yours. Talking yeah. about I'm an involuntarily celibate. We're all are, jackass. But yeah, then you don't make a fucking community about it. Yeah, and it's all like such a, I mean, let's talk about that too, because it's all very, it's like a male-centered but yeah. it's also, but also, also, if you think about like society, like you mentioned, you just said like you think like men need to release that energy, and like that's one of the things that she actually talks about is like sexuality in our culture, and just human culture yeah. in general, not even like other cultures, is just it's like primarily from a male perspective, right? Yeah. Because that's just how it's been throughout like history. Right. And here um, we are, two men talking about it again. <laughs> yeah, I know. We got to get some females on it. We got to get some I, females. I was trying voices. to get my fiance on, but she just didn't feel comfortable. So that's fine. You know, yeah. we'll 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 coax her on eventually. Um, but and and anyway, so that's her whole. That's her, that's that's also one of the things that she thinks about. Um, she doesn't want to think about these sexual technologies or sexual AI or whatever you want to call it. It should actually be useful for everyone right like it should yeah. be equitable yeah um but that's not you know typically how people think about it they just think of sex that's dolls not the right? stigma behind it yeah the stigma is yeah yeah like it's a sex doll and it's like a, yeah. a male fantasy and, and that kind of thing yeah. um but uh i don't know i mean i think that's that's one of the the things i always think about like when i first because so there's this company uh, sex robotics or something like that. They're the ones that that have made like this really sort of advanced prototype one, and it's, I mean, it sells for like twelve grand or something yeah. like that. Yeah, um, and they're they're to, like uh, I think it's a husband and a wife to, like company. Uh, I don't. I mean, I know they they did like an interview with the, one of the he- engineer guys, <laughs> the ma- the main engineers who kind of helped build like the the AI and stuff. And yeah. he actually like they had an interview with him, and he's talking about how. They're like straight up asking him questions about, you know, how does he feel about what he's making and 
all of this stuff. And um, I don't know, his views are really strange. He's kind of just like, you know, I don't know. I'm just making this thing like I'm proud of it. Uh, and if it can help people or make people, uh, you know, I don't know. He's sort of just thinking of it as like a, as anything, he's right? As any technology. Aspect. He's, you know, yeah. he's solving a problem. Yeah, yeah. He's so, um, but it's crazy. The AI, I mean, you know, it's not advanced to the point where it's, we haven't reached that uncanny valley, right? Where right. it's like, we can't distinguish between like a, the AI and like a human being, but um, I imagine at some point we're going to have to cross that bridge because it's not going to slow down anytime soon. Right. Um, you know, I also didn't think when I was a child that I would be carrying a computer in my pocket everywhere I went. So, you know, that's just common. A mega computer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like an actual computer. Like it's a full computer that's always got me connected to everything. Right. Um, so anyway, he, he, uh, it's just, so it's, Cam, it's, pause yeah. that. Pause, yeah. How do you, feel about it uh for me i feel i mean <laughs> i have like mixed feelings about it I, okay. I agree with the so as an academic from an academic perspective no, just just from cam, just from cam. No, no no i'm just that's what i'm saying well i mean that's part of me right that's part of yeah, my story that's true Amen. so i have like two sides i have like kind of the cool logical cam and then i also have the <laughs> the human being uh <laughs> um yeah but like from the like emotional side of it 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 worries me a little bit because i it mostly worries me because like i said it's kind of like a male dominated thing from the get-go right these companies and all this kind of technology and so i just kind of worry that we're just not prepared for like what it's going to be doing to people like to males especially psychologically yeah or um behaviorally right i mean i don't know you you're right it could be therapeutic or it could be um empowering them to like emboldening them to have to go out and do something that they kind of felt like they were a little reserved about it before and suddenly now they've whatever blossom into a full like sexual predator i don't know but that's the thing that scares me about it. It just scares me because I think the technology always goes faster than what like we've thought about, you know, just in terms of like, yeah. yeah, ethically, like what it, how it actually affects society. Yeah. And that's bullshit. That's bullshit. We know that's bullshit because that's been done for everything. You know what I mean? We, we always legislate after the consequences. So I'm not, and the funny thing is, um, I don't know if you remember an episode of um, what is that? Mirror, Black Mirror. Yeah, I used to watch it. I, you know, I didn't watch all of it, but that's that show was really good. At like, at do how you remember kind of- the episode where the two guys, the two best friends? It was like, it was like there two seasons ago where they were best friends and they played a character in. Oh, yeah, Anthony Mackie was in that one. Yes, yeah. yes, right. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right. And they both kind of liked it, you know, and does that does that cut like make you question? And that's going to happen. Well, for those that don't know what we're talking about, basically, they were in like a virtual world uh, as like avatars, essentially. Right. 
and, but their avatars, yeah, yeah. Like two, two, you know, two males, but their avatars were male and female, and they had this right. like sexual relationship inside the video game, right? Inside, and the somehow game. they got different orgasms from it, and they both <laughs> enjoyed it. You know, yeah. it was it, so, it was interesting. That was it a very, was very interesting. It was super awkward. I was like, <laughs> yeah, like I was awkward. loving it because I was watching it with my fiance, and she's like, she's just wondering like, does this? I mean. She she like she's super open. She was um, but she was, she, I don't know if she like she would like me to talk about this before. But she you know she she dated women prior to me, and I'm uh, I'm her first boyfriend, and then became her husband. So it's like it was definitely uh, an exploration of our sexual journey. I have already had my sexual encounters and done done whatever, and. Here she is completely coming from a different aspect of it. And so even to learn how to grow sexually together, that was even an adventure that I was really excited to take on. But then, you know, throughout the times, you know, there's journeys and there's humps and bumps. And so figuring that out, you know, it's a journey. It's a journey. And I enjoyed it. Um, and that right there is the nuance yeah. of having the relationship yeah. with a female. You know what I mean? That nuance of constantly trying and saying or, yes, no, and giving up. Or huh? any any human being, really. Like, it doesn't any even... Human being. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Any human being. Totally, totally. Absolutely. And so, and so that right there gets you to fall in love with that person or even figure out if that person is for you or not, you know? And you can't figure that out if you automatically have programmed this thing to do what you needed to do. You know, right. and so does that improve your behavior in return? Does that make you a better person in return? If everybody in the world is saying yes to you, including your robot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about a narcissist before, and now yeah. you're like a super narcissist. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Now that's a good point you brought up, though, because it's uh, you're right, and and I will say this, like in come in terms of like the the academic and that kind of like logical term, we don't. The problem with a lot of this stuff is we also worry shy away from it, right? Because academics don't want to talk about sex and they don't want right. to talk about like, you know, sexual tendencies and right. and it's really something we need to be talking about because I mean, that's how everyone got here was through sex, right? I mean, that's not really something you so, can avoid. So you shouldn't avoid be, it. Yeah. You shouldn't avoid talking about it and you shouldn't avoid confronting it. Yeah. At all. This might be a a um a testy topic, but you know, for the pedophilia, we know pedophilia exists, right? Mm -hmm. What is it? One out of 10 men are pedophilias. One out of 10, right? Are you and, sure about that? That's yeah, look it up, bro. It's so disgusting. It's so disgusting. One out of 10, right? And that with the population of males on earth, that roughly comes out to about like 60 million men. That is like the population of Italy. Yeah. But on like a, it's, it's, it's spread out. Duh. Yeah. Yeah. But it's but also I'm, probably like some people are, or most people are able to control those impulses or. Uh, if you notice the ones who have not can are consistent, repeated offenders. Right. Yeah. Right. Where the state of Alabama has taken on their their uh, constitutional rights to chemically castrate you if you are a pedophile and you come out of prison, they chemically castrate you. Oof. Right? That doesn't necessarily stop the act because you're going to do other stuff. You know what I mean? But that 
brings into question about the robots that have had to solve it. Yeah, I just looked it up because I, uh -huh. I just want to. No, no, I just want to make sure that we're wait, wait, know, mostly accurate. So it actually says that the prevalence in like the general population is like not well known, but yeah. it has been estimated to be around five percent of adult um, adult men. That's. You know that's I mean? still a lot. That's still a lot. Yeah. That's I mean, just because you're born. That's not necessarily, that's just the genetics of men's population. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so as a result, as a, to bring con, to bring continuity to this topic, what if we give these males baby robots? Yeah. Well, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, but I'm just, actually no. Like that, that's that's that exists though. There's these there's Japanese companies that like um and 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 activists have been trying to shut them down, um because they're essentially making these like robots that look like children, um, like yeah. not even you know they may actually not like they they try to get around it right by like making it larger, but it looks like the features, right? Like the features look very like childlike and yeah. and, and this kind of thing, yeah. And so, and so, is, is that is that are they are they stopping them because they believe that if this person continues to engage with this robot, that he'll develop the feeling to make it happen on a person, or is that just this whole thing is just fucked up and we shouldn't do it? Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't honestly don't think we know the answer to that. There's there's really just not enough data to support whether or not you can actually use something like that to therapeutically treat uh you know someone who's a a, a convicted like pedophile right but the thing is though i mean know i don't what know if we're doing hasn't worked right i mean i don't we know, know if we're doing hasn't worked yeah i wouldn't go well, as far as to say like that we shouldn't talk about it i mean I, right. think, I think you should probably be open to the possibility that it could be useful because you know how many you know how many hundreds of lives are ruined by like when a child is sexually traumatized i don't give a fuck about a robot it's a machine yeah. well not yet bk i don't care but one day <laughs> a human being, a human being <laughs> yeah. it just destroys any yeah. likelihood of of like um, uh, a normalcy of life uh adults uh, being an adult and having a, a normal life you know what i mean and that just disrupts that disruption just because you can't control your nasty butt that's cut that's that, that has nothing to do with me as a child and as a child of you realizing like how vulnerable kids are mm -hmm. you know what i mean being a kid is so overrated because you can't protect yourself you can't necessarily you're vulnerable to a lot of things and just thinking about it and seeing how many adults around you and how many vulnerable positions there could be and how that could ruin your life but if Locking these men up, clear. I mean, remember Chris Hansen? How many men did we watch on Chris Han Chris Hansen's nightly uh, nightly? Uh, yeah. What is that? To catch catch a, predator. a predator. Yeah, and it's like they catch one guy this week, and he's on the next block the next week. You're like, what the fuck are you doing? What is wrong with you? Yeah. Right. So if this is the kind of urges that you're kind of coming out of you. And I mean, I I I don't know if locking up. I mean, you should definitely lock them up. Fuck yeah, lock them up. But right, right. But then in terms of like rehabilitating, crime. yeah, yeah. Can they be? Can you actually change those urges or stop those urges or I don't know, whatever, whatever it may be. However you can treat them, yeah. Um, because because like the what is what's what's happening now, it's not working. Yeah. So 
So yeah, going and, back to the robots, yeah. it, that, uh, you know, it, they could serve other purposes. So I'm open mind to it. I'm open mind yeah. to it. And in, in any of the in any other experiences where you could explore your sexuality, um, with somebody's with whoever you're having that with a mutual consent, and make sure that consent is agreed upon, and you're not assuming. You know, um, I think assumption has has done a lot more harm than um, mm-hmm. good. So, with robot again, you don't need that assumption, right? You don't need that uh, figuring out that 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 chem- chemistry that's happening between two human beings that you necessarily uh, can't teach a robot. But maybe, maybe, maybe. What do you what do you, what are you saying? Well, I think that it can exist in like a vacuum. Yeah. Right. So um, I don't think that people should just be using sex robots and like that's all they have. They don't have any other contact with human beings or they don't have any context. Because I, I mean, you think about it, this, just thinking about this entire subject has really made me truly believe that we as a society in general just need to be more open about sexuality. Yeah. We need to be yeah. able to just discuss it without like fear and anxiety and yeah. you know what I mean? Like it, yeah. it needs to be spoken about with like shaming people necessarily about like, you know, if they're into this or into that, although, you know, like obviously like pedophilia and things like this that are <laughs> clearly outside of like societal norms need to be um, dealt with. But yeah, I think that's like the most important thing because I mean, even think about just pornography, pornography has been around for a lot longer than sex robots, but pornography is not true it's not true to life, uh, sexual encounters. Hell no. Right. And so I don't Hell think no. that, yeah. And, and I think that people's ability to just, or, or people's inability to actually discuss that. And I'm taking, I'm, I'm thinking mostly like, and for me that as a so parent, true. that's a very good point. That is a very good point. Yeah. I'm thinking for me as like a parent yeah. and, and teaching, especially my son, but also, you know, but also my daughter as well, but with my son as, in particular, because I think, uh, boys are just more prone to be looking up pornography or, you know, you know what I mean, right? They're just yeah. more, it's clearly like made for as them. As soon as he tingles, he's like, ah, yeah. Yeah. So, and just like that, that, like all you really need to do is explain to them, like, look, this like pornography is fantasy. Like it's not indicative of a real relationship with a real female. And that's okay. You can use this, you know, for, masturbation for self-pleasure but don't don't try to assume that this is how like it really is with a woman now that's not to say that you know it couldn't be that way but i'm just saying in most generally these are actors doing you brought up very good point that is a very very excellent point because i don't even believe that you should talk about it like adults don't believe that adults i have you know i have several friends who believe that like normal women on the street that they meet on a date, yeah. they're going to have yeah, <laughs> that I know. kind of sexual interaction with them. Whoa, it's crazy, whoa! dude. Have you not? Have you have not? You, yeah, like huh? yeah, no, it's crazy. No, like no, no, I, I, have I friend, think there are people I who genuinely who think really that like did that. I, he, no, I. He, yeah, uh-huh. go, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. And he really got excited and like I mean I mean there's like. There's been several women where he's like fucked up on or like because he came on like too hard and it was like, wait, where did you? And I asked him, I was like, where did you think that was okay? He's like, 
Oh, that's how they do it in porn. <laughs> and it blew my mind because I'm speaking to a grown man. Right. I'm yeah, I mean, that, yeah. A grown man. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, you're, you're, you have gone through your 20s, so have you not? Have you? Whoa, whoa. Yeah, isn't that just such a, uh, I mean, that's so, so indicative of just a failure to oh. just explain basic sexual encounters between yeah. men and women. I mean, yeah, like, as if, right, as if, like, a, a realtor just showing you a house when you it's like watch the, her booty in your yeah, face you're like, and then just well, obviously <laughs> she's showing me the house and the house is empty so like when are we gonna take our clothes like what are you talking about when does that ever happen <laughs> yeah that's so the that's the thing though that's that that again goes back to the indicative of watching too much porn right that also comes with that that burden okay. Or, or yeah. maybe not even like watching too much. It's just not, not, not even realizing that, or or just not having someone explain it to you when you were younger, that that's not like you know you know not but even like. The thing, though, here's because the thing. I they swear just to God, I swear to God, we're being honest right now. But they I've just tend never to demonize had it without explaining it. Yeah, without explaining it. Yeah. Like I've never had somebody needed explain to me. Hey. Yeah, you see that. That's what's gonna not happen. Like, whoa! Well, how would you assume? Because those are like the way I see it. The boys I've always seen it is like the way I watch ESPN. Those are pro athletes, yeah, right? Exactly. Those are professionals who do this for a living. They're paid. It's it's not even close. It, it it's actually a profet. Yeah, it's their profession. And so, why would I think? That I'm gonna do something yeah. like that yeah. with a realtor that I just met at a dance floor in in U Street. Like that's not, you know, yeah, I'm I gonna mean, join company. I'm gonna talk to her, but at the same time, again, that with with that, uh, is that the person not realizing, like realizing, and of their like of their coming from a parent that's old school and they're not willing to have these conversations. Now that person grows up without having that conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no one's I just don't think anyone's explained it to them. And I mean, I I don't want to say that um, like adults couldn't figure that out for themselves because I I mean, I think in many ways they could. But when you've just like internalized that for so long, like you said, yeah. like, you just watch porn for so long with never any sort of like context about what's actually happening, you know, not just on your screen. But like, I mean, if you were actually there, there's like cameras, there's people working. Right, like there's people, actual other people around, like working, takes, like at their job. That takes talent. That takes yeah. talent because and I'm a shy guy. Like if anybody's in the room, Mister, me and James ain't coming out. Me and James are not coming <laughs> out. James. He's just like, no, nah, don't even, yo, it's just me need, and whoever. Talk about James, yeah. Well, <laughs> he's just like, no, leave me the fuck alone. I'm, I'm tucked in. He's at what well, we are like, and I think about that. You're thinking about there's cameras, there's lights. They all are like creating a huge propaganda of creating this arousement out of you, and you think that's real? That's, you know, that speaks on whoever you are in this society and we we live in. But besides that, how do we? How 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 can we not? And most importantly, how could we have these conversations without feeling some kind of like taboo or some kind of like? Yeah, well, I, I mean, I know I totally agree with you. I think it's just been it's taboo. It's taboo for a lot of 
a lot of cultures. It's taboo for religion. It's taboo. Um, I mean, you name it, right? It's 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 got the stigma because, again, it's it's not something that most humans can talk about with like getting that like feeling of like it's un- and I get it. I mean, look, I'm I'm not like relishing ever talking to my son. Like, I'm, not, I'm looking uh, yeah. forward to it. What? I'm looking forward to it. No, I mean, I no. Look, I, I'm looking forward to explaining it to him, but I'm not. It's not like I'm sitting there and thinking that it's he's going to be like, you know, okay, like you know, he's going to be uncomfortable. Uh, yeah. Also, because he's a but teenager or whatever, whatever age is. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm going to make it comfortable as I possibly can, but I'm not. I don't. It doesn't have to be hard. It's just that. Yeah. You have yeah. to realize that you have to make it seem to them like. It's just normal because it is normal. And I think the more you can normalize it in terms of like not making it so taboo and not making it like something that they're not going to go through. It's like, what, right. you know, like what I mean, like, like Have you can't act. Have you had the conversation with you? No, but I mean, I figured it out because I was a biologist. I mean, like I went through <laughs> biology. And like, no, do you know what I mean? Right. Like it, uh, it, yo, that is the craziest answer I've ever heard. I figured it out because I'm a biologist. Like the fuck, I'm gonna. Well, you you like you're, when you <laughs> when you're a biologist, you realize like yeah. everything has sex or, or sex. You know, even asexual creatures they just propagate themselves. Like, but then even like the tiniest organisms they have. Hold sex. on, time out, pause, rewind. And I just thought about what you just said. So you're a biologist, so you've seen things procreate. Does that mean necessarily do you know how to make love though? Yes, I know. <laughs> It's different, you know. It is totally different. It's totally different. Well, of course, it's totally different. But that's because human beings have—we are like conscious beings. We yeah. have feeling, and we have like baggage that comes along with us, and emotions, right. and that's all of that comes along with it. But again, for me, it's just I'm telling you, like how I sort of internalized it as I got older, and like realizing, you know, like things like this, like with the pornography, how it's not real, like a real interaction. Like, you just you start to you know unpack it and you're like the world exists because of sex right like i mean the, in terms of our current world um and we are the most advanced stage of that right for sure and so um we have all that extra like uh you know heritage or whatever ancestry like built on top of it um what were we talking about oh, kids but anyway so this is, this is what i'm saying yeah i think it needs to be stop being demonized first of all like we, we can't right. just can't just shove it away and hope that it goes away because it's not going to go away. Kids are not going to suddenly stop growing up and having hormones and having um, these urges Especially. and desires. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we need to just stop that. And I think it really does fall on like parents or educators at some point. If, if like the person, if the child doesn't have like an actual, I mean, yeah, you know, God forbid like, if they don't have parents or something. Comfort. Like, you know yeah. They just need, you need somebody to sit down and explain it to them. Um, we do. And, Without judgment, yeah. 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 So I think this all ties in, like what you're saying, this all ties in together with like where we at now. And the problem is, is I think why people are kind of scared. And you're right. People do this with every new technology. I mean, people thought TV was going to ruin the youth. People thought rock and roll was going to ruin <laughs> children's lives too, right? So it's just all about, it's just all about being honest and, and, and having honest conversations about it. I know we've talked about this before, but like, I feel like we've really honed in on a central thesis. And that is going to be the bone of our podcast, yes. you know? I think that is. You're right. Like, just honest conversations. Honest conversations. Right. Yeah. And, you know, you're going to have that discomfort and awkwardness. That's great. That's great because that's where you need to be. 
that where you need to be is in that comfort where you're going to get your maximum growth and where you're going to get your maximum benefit out of this called thing life. Because if you don't never get to explore those uncomfortable moments, I don't think you're ever going to, you know, know who you are, figure out who you are. Unless besides that, you know, you're going to demand, demand, demand. And then who do you become, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's just really like that will lead to um, more questions and it'll just really lead to you. Uh, you know, having a curiosity about life yeah. like, and what you what you want out of this this life that you have. For yeah, sure. but we I don't know. I think we, you know, we honed in on central thesis. I think this was a good conversation. Like it started with sex robots, and we ended with uh, relationships. Relationships. No, I mean it. <laughs> it all ties in. It all ties in, man. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Love now, thanks for everybody again for joining us. If you like it. You know, go ahead and hit that subscribe, I guess. I don't, we'll do the full, like, uh, smash that like button. Smash the, I don't know. Smash the subscribe button or whatever. But, no, we really appreciate you listening. And, um, yeah, be good and, people. Uh, remember, check out Gary Clark's episode. That will be the episode will be prior to this. And we'll be back, guys. See you next week. All right. Peace.